You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast, an exclusive look at who's doing business right. He's your favorite brand correspondent with more tweets than the Bible's got Psalms. Here's your host, Vincenzo Landino. Welcome to Wednesday, January 13th on the Brand Boost Podcast. It's another sunny day here in Florida. Bummer. I'm still dealing with my partial concussion and broken fingers from the spill I took the other day. Uh, I didn't really mention it on yesterday's podcast because I was trying to just get it recorded. But uh, don't ride on the sidewalk. That's what I learned. Sinkholes are not fun. Didn't see it coming. Took a spill. Head over handlebars. Not something fun at all. Uh, Shout out to the walk-in clinic for getting my fingers right. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit more about CES. Last Saturday, we talked about some of the cool tech that we saw at CES or that was there. Uh, But which tech trends are going to make a difference to marketers? Uh, Adweek had a really cool article yesterday. They talked to nine different agency executives, and they shared which trends would actually matter uh, and their takeaways. So which ones would become relevant to marketers, not just this year, but also beyond. Uh, The first First, uh, I don't want to call it a prediction, but wearables only matter if we need them. And so Jez Jowett, he's the global head of creative technology at Havis Media Group, said that he navigated a sea of wearables on display at CES in search of the ones that we would actually want to use. He also added that a wearable success potential has to factor in how it responds to our emotional needs. It has to give value and meaning. Otherwise, we're not going to wear it. The best products on display this year did just that by using technology creatively to improve each of their categories. Uh, So shout out there to Jez with that comment. You know, really, like with many things, wearables are great, but if you don't need them or you don't have a use for them, there's no need to have to get them and buy them and wear them. Uh, Everybody, quote unquote, I'm making air quotes, everybody says... Fitbit or you know health watches are you know great. That's amazing. But you know what? I can tell you that five of the ten individuals that I know that bought Fitbits in my close family and friends don't wear them anymore. They wore them for about a month straight, and then they stopped forgetting to charge them, or they started forgetting to charge them. They would stop you know wearing them because they wanted to wear their regular watch. So. It only matters if we need them, and I love that he said that. Um, Another another thing we noticed is that health tech is getting cooler. Uh, A completely different kind of wearable was the wearable intensive nerve stimulation, which helps manage chronic pain, includes a multitude of diagnosed conditions like diabetic uh, neuropathy, fibromyalgia, and osteoarthritis, and that was... uh, uh, Sachi and Sachi Wellness Division, their uh, engagement strategist and relationship marketing, Ed Grasso, he said the main unit snaps into a band which the user wears on their upper calf, stimulates sensory nerves to carry neural pulses to the brain, triggering natural response to block pain signals through the body. Uh, there's no, or there is also this a companion app that's uh, available on iOS and Android 
that can be used to control the device, also calibrate personalized re uh, relief program, and track sessions and monitor sleep. Uh, so that's interesting stuff. We're, we're seeing more in the health trend, health, wellness, fitness, a lot of technology being geared toward that. Uh, very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, how about this one? Dre Beats was the biggest trend. I mean, Apple even bought Beats, right? Well, one marketer, Ian Schaefer, founder and chairman of Deep Focus, says that his favorite product at CES was one that he felt was made just for him. Music's new headphone, M-U-Z-I-K. He actually says music are headphones that will make you forget about Dre. With Twitter's investment, these Bluetooth headphones have convertible cups, on-ear, over-ear, customizable control, Siri integration. Um, she can also tell you this artist and song you're listening to with the press of a button. One-touch phone calls to a contact, one-touch Twitter sharing of a Google Maps photo of your location, plus a song you're listening to at any given moment. Uh, the best thing was that unlike a lot of other tech at CES, he was able to bring a pair home. So this is ready for mass consumption, uh, and that crushes, crushes a product of the future. Um, there could be tremendous opportunities for brands to collaborate here with both the company and its customers. So look into music and their headphones. Uh, check those out. Could be a good option for those Dre lovers out there, Beats lovers out there. Um, you know, a big, a big, big part of CES this year was VR and AR, virtual reality, augmented reality. Uh, some people, though, think even though it's not for every brand, it's still worth a try. You know, we can all agree that this is just the beginning, but as brand advertisers, we really need to see how we can provide relevancy and context within em emerging immersive spaces like VR or AR. Uh, senior communication strategist at Droga5 uh, says that while VR and AR shouldn't be for every brand, what are those consumer pain points that some brands can solve by using augmented reality? How can brands move away from the limitations of short-form online videos to create captivating virtual experience that will blow other digital engagement metrics out of the water? We really look forward to seeing how the space continues to develop for advertisers, not only in 2016, but also the innovation that we'll see in the future um, on the VR and AR world or in the AR and VR world. <clears throat> motors seem to be a big deal. Look like motors were still impactful and important. Uh, this was the year of small, powerful motors. There was a lot of hoverboards, scooters, bike-like objects, but the tiny utility or the, the, the unexpected utility, I should say, of the tiny motors was a big, big point. These motors are moving across industries in ways from camera stabilization, haptic feedback and wearables. Uh, Gibson even introduced a self-tuning guitar. Uh, so that adds utility and technology to something that's extremely analog. Um, we're, we're moving from a sensors con conversation to an actionables conversation. We'll start seeing products that don't just monitor consumers' activity 
but also be able to react mechanically. So motors was really something that impressed quite a few uh, marketers. And this one is possibly one of the most controversial. For me, I know I have quite a bit of feeling on the matter. Self-driving cars. Many, many agree that self-driving cars are just around the bend. And it was definitely, definitely the year for autonomous driving. Every major manufacturer showed off their solutions here at CES. BMW went as far as to create a system that connects your entire life, your home, uh, work, car, all in one single interface. It, uh, it culminated in a very nifty live demonstration of their, of their self-driving car. What was even more interesting, though, was that car manufacturers have realized that autonomous driving is a sea change in how we interact with our vehicles and are really investing in rethinking the whole paradigm. Uh, you think of it as a, a leap from feature phones with physical buttons and black and white or monochrome displays to the smartphones we have today. Imagine that shift around this act of driving something that is way more complex and is literally a life or death matter. We're jumping from physically having to handle the wheel to now we can manage our lives while the car drives itself. There's so much to think about. There's so much wrong with it, and there's so much right with it in the same breath. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on these thoughts about the technology that we saw at CES. What are your predictions for how marketers and advertisers use this technology? Tweet at me, at Vincenzo Landino, or at BrandBoostCast on Twitter. Let us know what you think. You can also always Snapchat me. Vincenzo Landino on Snapchat, and I will get back to you with a personalized video response. Until tomorrow, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to BrandBoostCast.com forward slash subscribe.